Welcome to episode 9 of the Principals Podcast. This is Tom Gaber, I'm Kenson High School Principal, and I'm joined by my two outstanding senior hosts. Donovan Maynard. Jack Sork, very mad we didn't get a snow day, but you know. Oh, we'll talk about the snow day just in a little bit here, Jack. But it is Tuesday, November 12, 2019. Jack, why don't you share with our listeners all about the Principles Podcast? Of course, we'll do. So the Principles Podcast is a weekly podcast to connect, uh, connect with our Kenson stakeholders, especially students and parents who want to get a snippet of what's going on in the school. Again, I don't think we can ever well, yeah, do will that. We ever <laughs> we will, no, we'll never do it without messing it up. It's so funny. That's okay, Jack. That's all good. So, Donnie, how can they follow us? Oh, well, you already know. You got at T. Gabram on Twitter. You also got the uh, KHS Bomber Media handle on Twitter. And, of course, hashtag Principles Podcast. Also, I did make a Twitter, by the way. I don't oh, know. You if, did. I don't know if you saw that I followed you, but I did. It's about I, time. Yeah, <laughs> I went and followed Bomber Media. Then I saw that you were on like the recommended to follow thing. Nice. So I go ahead. I followed you. So yeah, I have a Twitter now. Thanks, guys. I, I made Jack get a Twitter on Sunday. I told him he needs to make one. Are you now <laughs> following Jack, Donnie? On Twitter, uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I realized <laughs> that he made one yet. So. I will be following you today. I still, I still don't have to work out all the kinks and everything. I don't know how to use it yet. It's pretty but simple. To our listeners, though, please. Uh, tweet out any questions, any uh, interesting topics that you do want us to cover on next week's podcast. Um, one shout out to Mr. James Reinhardt from Ganley Sherry. Ganley Sherry. <laughs> of Aurora. Um, James uh, graciously, though, has sponsored our podcast, and we do have an order of new equipment coming in to yes. um, you know, upgrade our digital technology here awesome. while exciting. we produce our podcast. So, It'll be like Christmas for me that day. <laughs> <laughs> so Quickly, let's uh, let's let's go to the next segment of what's happening in in Bomberland. So a few weekly highlights here. What do you guys have? Well, I think we should definitely address the unfortunate events that took over or happened over the weekend. The football players they had a fantastic season. Let me just say they played a great round. They all, I don't know how many how many games did they play. Uh, 11 games. 11 yeah. games. include the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, if you include the playoffs. So. No, but they had a fantastic season. Um, I was able to get I – was, I, was, I was talking to Logan Varga a little bit. He said that, um, you know, he was very sad, but um, he. Had, I told him he played a great season. So that's Yeah, I think it's with that, the end of any season it's kind of sad. You know, you step off that field for the last time, realizing that it is indeed the last time, and – the emotion just kind of hits you, and when you don't even expect it, you're just walking off after another game, and then when the realization hits, it's it's a very emotional experience. Yeah. Absolutely. I still remember, you know, my last game, too. You take off the helmet. That's the last time you're, you're, you're putting it on. So um, it was unfortunate. Um, they played a very tough team, New Philadelphia. It was at their home stadium. Um, there were some calls that probably didn't go our way. Um, with the referees and everything, but uh, you know, it was it was a great game up until the last second that we were driving yeah. the football. And um, what a run for the this class! Um, you know, they I think they called it 2020 vision back when you guys were were in eighth grade yeah. mm -hmm. with the talent and the depth of of this class. And they demonstrated for sure the last two years. I think 26. And or maybe it was like 22 and 26 or something. Four oh, games they lost. Yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, not, don't even need the record. We right. got the state championship. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. So you know, even though we did not advance this year in the playoffs, there's so much for them to reflect on for a lifetime. Yeah. yeah. And um, how much they were able to accomplish, and then share that out with you guys as as peers and classmates. 
this, this um, other students in the building, the staff members, the community members, the parents, what a following. Um, and it was just, it was a great run. And um, we're going to miss these, uh, these, senior, these seniors on the team just like any other closure, um, you know, throughout this year. And um, everything comes to an end. But again, I don't think they have anything to regret. They left it all out there on the field. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it's time to move on. Yeah. And then they uh, all, I think Monday was a relaxed day after their, their um, uh, last football game because yeah. a lot of people are joking around how a lot of the football players weren't at school. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't see the absence form. Maybe I'll have to take a look at that. Oh, no, no. I didn't say anything. No, it's What are you saying? They're all very sick. Very My sick. name is Senior Jack football Pistori. skip day. Is that Jack what you're saying, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you throwing me under the bus? What? Right. No, but, um, uh, Jack, I think you had some concerns about this next one, as you previously mentioned earlier in the podcast. We should have. We should have. Why don't you talk about it? We should have had a snow day today, and uh, I'm very mad that we didn't have a snow day today. It's currently snowing pretty hard out right now, and if it was this this morning, it probably would have called off. But Maybe. But that being said, the roads were not that bad this morning, and I think, I, I don't know. I, I can understand why we didn't get a snow day. My drive here was fine. Yes, I understand, too. But so still, your drive was fine. Just like, why didn't we have a snow day? Because just it wasn't bad enough to call. You know what I mean, though. You guys, like, I mean, the, <laughs> the conditions weren't favorable. Okay, yes. and and that's what happens. And and um, I I think if you guys are frustrated frustrated with anybody, be frustrated with the meteorologists mm. yes. who blow the these storms out of proportion, and think that you know we're going to hit with this heavy blizzard coming in, and right away students in the snowbelt area are thinking snow day. Yeah. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, snow days are fantastic. Oh, yeah. Not only for students but for staff members yeah. too. Yeah. Um, oh, and so it's one of those things where you hope, you pray, uh, you wear your pajamas inside Put out. A spoon under the pillow. Yeah, um, all the all ice cubes or something yeah. in the toilet. Whatever yeah. whatever it is, everyone <laughs> has it. But sometimes it just it doesn't come to fruition. And yeah. and that's part of, you know, when they can prepare the roads and put enough salt down and and um, you know, take care of those conditions, then hey, we're coming to school. School's in session. Yeah. It's a little early, Jack. It's very it is early. only November twelfth. So, I know, so we have, I'm I'm hearing we're having a long winter, so um, I'm anticipating probably some future snow days. I was also actually all right with having school just because I had a nice little outfit to put on today. I got to wear my turtleneck as promised from the I last was, podcast. I was going to say something. That is yeah. a styling, smooth. Uh, what are we calling it? Turtleneck sweater? Turtle, turtle, turtle sweater? Neck. I don't know. Turtle sweater? Yeah, yeah. something like that. But I, I, last podcast, we were talking about turtlenecks being back in, and I said I would wear one. So here I, I am. I call it Steez. Johnny's <laughs> got Steez now. Right. No, but yeah. Uh, we can address uh, Veterans Day a little bit here. That was yesterday, yeah, November so 11th. Uh, honorable day. Yeah. We saw in our first block, I think it, I think it was every first every block. Every building. Played yeah, that, yeah. About that five-minute video. It's a tribute. Yeah. What did you guys think of that tribute? I thought it was, it was great. Wasn't that yeah. nice? I, every time I see those um, those videos of like the parents that were in the military coming back yeah, and seeing their kids, cool. it's a it's tear it tear it gets you going. Yeah, yeah. It gets a little you, emotional. Yeah. yeah, I know some people actually did. You know, there were some teachers, some kids in the school that had like an emotional time going through that. But mm-hmm. no, it is. It's really uh, heartwarming when you see like those videos, and plus when the kids react 
you know, the kids in the video who are just crying because they haven't seen a loved one in so long. Right. It's, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I think it impacts everyone differently depending on their connection to um, any of the veterans or any of the military. I mean, we don't know how many students. We have almost 1,000 students. How many of them have relatives that are, that are veterans or maybe even lost somebody in the war? Yeah. You right. know, and I think, you know, I love that our country can take an entire day and, and celebrate, you know, the service of our of our find um, military as well as our first responders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're welcoming Officer Reardon as he joins the podcast. Yes, and special somebody. I, since we're talking about veterans, Officer Officer Reardon, um, you know, how are you connected to veterans? Do you know any veterans in in the family or? What do you think about that? First of all, thanks for having me, guys. Good hey, morning. What's up? Yeah, yeah, glad to have you, buddy. Sorry you didn't get your snow day. <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's funny that you re, re, quick regarding the snow day. That back in the day, old the superintendent used to call the police department midnight shift uh, and say, oh, really? "Hey, how are the roads?" <laughs> be honest, the roads were never good if we were reporting because less school buses on the road were easier for us. Right. To yes. 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 <laughs> we're with you usually on the no you know Absolutely. no school for snow right. days. Absolutely. So yeah. <laughs> But uh, thanks for asking me about the uh, the veterans too. Yeah. I have a uh, an uncle, my uncle Mike Reardon, who uh, served in the Korean War, was was killed in the war. So it uh, has always been a, a big day, like of remembrance for my family with my father. That was his younger brother that uh, you know passed away. So I've always again had some family members and friends that have served in the military, and being in law enforcement, kind of protecting here. You know, on on land here has always been important to me, and think everything before us, and now I kind of have the responsibility to protect everybody here. So yeah. it's always meant a lot to me. We like, appreciate you awesome. sharing with that. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I think it's great that uh, we can take time here as a school, and I know other buildings in the district. Um, they might have guest guest speakers come in who are veterans and and, and may tell that story. But I thought that tribute kind of. Um, summed up everything there was you know it showed a lot of different clips like you said of the families and why we should be remembering you know our great soldiers yeah i believe back in third grade if i'm not mistaken they actually um jack you might remember this better obviously um didn't they have veterans come in on veterans day um are you guys at timmins uh, yes yeah, yeah usually timmins. at timmins i think they have a pretty large uh you know, Veterans Day where the speakers come in and yeah. they have, like, a huge PowerPoint, everything that's going on, so. Yeah, and then last year for Honor English 3 with Costigan. Okay, Because yeah. we read the Tim O'Brien book. Uh, Is that the? The Things They Carried. That's right. the, about the. The Vietnam the, veteran. No, that's that, the Vietnam veteran. He came yeah. in. And that he, like, back in third grade, obviously, when the veterans came in and they talked about their experiences a little bit, like, in the wars, that we were third graders, but when he came in, we were older, and he kind of he was able to get a little bit deeper in his experience, like yeah. less filtered. I know, yeah. Right. And so that was moving to hear, yeah. especially a veteran, Vietnam veteran, come and talk about that. So that was a fantastic. It's amazing, though, that uh, you know we have people to sign up for the military and enlist or become officers and with leadership, but just for them to. Um, be willing to make that ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. No different than a first responder with Officer Reardon, you know, and, and they're always putting themselves out there on, on the front line for for the betterment of others. Yeah, yeah, and talking about it certainly, I can't imagine it being very easy. So yeah. the, when they have that, the, when they have that um, opportunity and they take it just to share those experiences with others, like that's, I can admire so much for that. And yeah, it's very brave. Yeah, it's very very brave. 
Well, with that being said, I think we can kind of segue into our actual our questions for Mr. Reardon, our Officer Reardon. And uh, we'll go with our first one here. So uh, how long have you been working with the Bainbridge Police Department? And um, what different roles have you kind of fulfilled over the years working with Kenston School District? I've been an officer in Bainbridge for 23 years. So we're getting kind of to be a short timer <laughs> at this point. But uh, early on, as far as my involvement with Kenston, uh, I was when I started, I was part-time for about a half a year. And at the, at the time, I was a Sergeant Buckingham at the police department, ran the Safety Town program. And at the time, Chief Jimison said, hey, let's, you know, what do you think about that? You know, and, and of course, I'd do anything in the world when I was part-time to get it. So I said, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll do that. I'll help out at Safety Town. Whatever I need to do, I'll, I'll yeah. do that. Well, that was 23 years later, and I'm still doing that every summer with the uh, with the kindergartners. So I was a Safety Town graduate. Same time. So. Yeah, you guys look that. like you're doing fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that Looking. down at Gardner, you guys? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Well, yeah, wait. No, it was right outside the... Um, the fire firehouse. Yeah, that was okay. probably the early learning center way yeah, back yeah. in the day, which yeah. is now they, they took that yeah. down and yeah. that building. So it's, it's yeah, a lot, no, a lot no. of different homes for Safety Town over <laughs> the year. So that was my first involvement then over the years, just working, you know, on regular patrol with the schools and different, you know, reporting that to now having the KRO, the resource officer position. It's a rotating position, so there's different officers in there each day. That's that's been a really good experience as far as you know, getting on the level with with the students from uh, kindergarten all the way up to the high school level, back and forth, and that that's been that's been great. So this is a different model of a school resource officer program. Can you explain like what other schools may have in place versus our KRO program? Yeah, in Kenston is very unique. Um, other schools have usually one officer assigned to a school or a school district and they handle most of the um, calls involving students and anything that happens related to the schools. As far as extracurricular events and um, athletic events, a lot of times you'll have that one officer work a lot. In Kenston, you have, I would say it's probably about five or six officers that work on a rotating, um, on our days off, we come in and uh, you take on that resource officer role. And those departments are the Bainbridge Police Department and the Geauga County Sheriff's Department, which is also unique for the students from not just Bainbridge, but from Auburn that can see the sheriff's deputies in in the building and get to know them a little bit instead of not just Bainbridge. So you have that unique uh, combination that I, I don't know anywhere else that, that does that. Yeah, it's a little more diverse. Sure, right. absolutely. Yeah. That is I, cool. I think it's an advantage um, because we get more officers in the buildings. And so what that means, guys, is they're more familiar with our logistics of the buildings. So they're more, like, Officer Ritter knows where Upper C Wing is. He knows where Lower A Wing is because, you know, anyone who comes through here, part of their duty is get to know the buildings. Yeah. So you're familiar with certain hallways. You're familiar with the Timmins, you know, lunchroom. You're, you know exactly if, if, if there was a call for the resource officer to report to that school or to a specific location, they're going to know exactly where to go because they've been walking our campus and they know the buildings, they know the teachers, they know the administrators. And I think it's more efficient to have multiple officers versus just one kind of coming in right. because you don't yeah. know if something is going sure. on. You don't know, you know, um, who's all coming. You don't know if that person is, um, you know, specifically only, 
you know, is familiar with one area of, of the building. And so mm -hmm. it's great to have, you know, more officers and, and just more, I guess, versatile yeah. security. It's like that extra step for safety, you know? Yeah. I mean, if something were to happen and more officers were to respond, they, and they know exactly where to go, right? Exactly. Yeah. That Calvary. That's yeah. cool. So uh, I think another question we have is, you know, we appreciate all the service you ha uh, have done for the school and um, especially the interest you've taken in the vaping topic. So uh, we were just asking if you could share with our listeners, uh, you know, why this topic is so important to you. Uh, personally, there's a family member that uh, was involved in the vaping that I discovered. So I took an interest to, to learn more about it and, and the why, you know, how, how this could occur and... Um, looking at the advertisements on TV like everybody else and why people get started vaping. Just I, I never realized how addictive vaping is, like that amount of nicotine, how strong it is compared to cigarettes. Yeah. And then you get with uh, the flavors and that of, of the e-cigs. And again, having a family member involved, I, I said, you know, this is something, you know, personally that I wanted to get involved in and I wanted to know more about and how we could do something. And then from that point, it developed into Kenston because I'm, I'm serving out in this community. I, I didn't realize how, you know, not just kind of starting in middle school, but especially in high school, that it was really an issue last year when I uh, really got involved in it. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like it's almost starting younger and younger all the time. Like, I feel like it started for us, like our grade back in middle school, yeah. probably like seventh grade. That was like, yeah, that was certainly like around, I remember coming in as a freshman and kind of seeing how big it actually was. And that was back when jewels were like all the craze. Mm -hmm. But um, recently, of course, I'm, I, those have not been like, usually on Snapchat, they have stories about like what's kind of going on with vaping. And there was always like a story every, like new story every week on like BuzzFeed or something yeah. that showed like jewels and like what's the latest thing with jewels. And recently, I haven't seen a lot about that. And I think they kind of dropped, like, jewels in popularity have dropped. So Well, it's because of the laws that have been uh, been in place now. You have to be 21 to get it. So it's making it a lot harder for high schoolers who are 18 to just go up and get it for a friend. You know, you have to have someone that's 21. Yeah. Dang. No, that is true, though. But it, I'm, it's glad that, like... Um, the jewels, like that law being put into place, was certainly a step in the right direction. Sure. Yeah, um, Officer, and what do you have to? Uh, do you have anything to kind of add to that law? You have a... I, I think the law is very good. Um, any steps to make it a little difficult to get something that's not, you know, good for you, it's is is a good thing in this case. And it's been such a over the last six months to year that I've noticed maybe because I've been paying a little bit more attention to it just a lot of media attention as far as not knowing all the health risks and effects and them selling like when i say them i mean the, the tobacco companies selling it in the first place saying hey this is an option to stop smoking and that but really it's it's the opposite if it's a stronger nicotine that you're getting especially from the jewel it's definitely not not preventing or or, or taking away from from that behavior and people are getting more addicted which you know is, is, is frustrating well, yeah. I also believe in these chemicals there's more toxins than even in the regular cigarette. Like when if somebody's smoking a cigarette, there's usually a filter on the end of it. And so that's absorbing some of those um, the bad substances. But in, in the vape cartridge, it's it's completely been inhaled right into the lungs. And 
as we know, our lungs were only supposed to, you know, absorb air. Right. You know, and so there's there's some really dangerous toxins that, um, you know, kids are inhaling. And I think what you mentioned, um, Officer Reardon, like the awareness piece is now becoming more prevalent for, for students to, or anyone to say, well, maybe this is dangerous for me. Yeah. Because I think nationally there's over like 25, 30 deaths, um, pulmonary issues that are going on within the lungs yeah. um, because of vaping. And so I'm hoping that that awareness continues to spread so our kids are going to think twice about doing it. Yeah. I just think um, a big thing about it initially at least was um, because it kind of had that that good smell, like those flavors. Right. You know, you, you walk by someone smoking a cigarette and you're kind of like, oh, like it, it smells nasty or, you know, kids cough around it. But when you walk past like someone who just vaped, you're just like, oh, it smells really good. It smells like sure. fruity and and that's I think that's a huge thing that got kids into it as well. So we're just kind that's of that's almost like a hook for somebody to say, hey, I want to try that. Yeah, yeah. It smells good. I bet it tastes good. Yeah. And then then they're hooked. And then mm -hmm. the content of nicotine, like you mentioned, you know, is I think one of those cartridges in a jewel. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is one pack of cigarettes. Correct. It's Twenty cigarettes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, someone who is trying to wean themselves off of smoking cigarettes might be doing two, three cartridges. Well, guess what? That's yeah, three packs. Really, that's not really helping, And so yeah. it's getting worse with the yeah. addiction because of that, you know, direct inhale of the nicotine that's going right to the lungs. Yeah. Right. And now that that with that law being in place, it's not like Donnie said earlier. It's not as easy for kids that are underage or in middle school, or like freshmen, to get their hands on any vaping products now but i remember four years ago that the problem in the middle school and the problem with like freshmen's our grade is that we i don't want to shout anybody out here i'm not going to say any names but we did have seniors that were coming up to freshmen and saying hey i'll sell you this and sometimes a freshman would walk into the bathroom and there'd be seniors in there doing it and they'd be like hey you want to hit and then the, ever since oh, it's so much of a popularity thing especially yeah. in the beginning i mean Coming in as a freshman and you're kind of looking for clicks to fit into and, you know, on different sporting teams, you know, I can attest to that myself. When the upperclassmen would be like, oh, hey, do this. It's cool. Like, if you do this, it was almost like you'd be closer friends with them. It's like by joining them in that, it was socially more acceptable. And so many people fell victim to that. And whether they might not have even realized it. They probably told themselves, Oh, I'm just doing it because I've always wanted to try it. But it, it's definitely so much of peer pressure has had a huge role in that as well. There's just a lot of factors that have come into play of, you know, how people got into it. And it's, it's pretty insane. And I think as well, kids are smart. So they, they know from a young age with technology and everything now, there's so much information available. So it's more... It's it's show me, don't tell me. Tell me you you might tell me this right. is bad, but show me where 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 are these kids getting sick? And now we're starting to see more of it. So I think we're starting to see a little decline in in that because they're starting to see yeah people are getting sick and this is a bad thing, you know. And it, whether it's police officers or parents telling their kids hey this is a bad thing for you until they realize that and it's in your face. And we, I know you guys are too young to remember, but way back in the day with with cigarette advertising and that and and same thing it was a cool thing to smoke cigarettes and that's how people got started 
and then until you saw the the lung lung cancer lung lung disease emphysema all the different breathing issues from that then people started to see oh wow this isn't very good for you and and I think same thing now and like again I think our kids are even smarter with their information we're just talking about um, the last time we kind of brought up this topic how it came full circle kind of on the cigarettes to mm-hmm. jeweling and like you had already mentioned how kids are kind of turning from jewels to cigarettes it's not really going the way um, cigarette companies had advertised it which was going from cigarettes to jeweling for people that need to quit which actually kind of segues into our next segment or not segment our next question uh, so do you think it's a bit of false advertising on the end of the tobacco companies mm-hmm. to like the way they are pushing it out, I definitely do. I, you know, and, it, and it's all obviously the economics behind it. It just, it's it's uh, money driven as far as sell the product and whatever it takes to get to get it out there to people. You know, and, and the kids are at risk for sure because they are. They they are getting addicted to this product, and with all the flavors that you had mentioned before, that are that are available, and it makes it you know a, a cool thing to do. It looks looks cool. It's very concealable. You know, and so it's it's not like you said lighting up a cigarette, having that smell and that you know now almost like smoking cigarettes isn't really cool yeah. to do. Right. It's it's one of those things. And, so and now that we're seeing more, uh, now that we're seeing kind of this, unfortunately seeing deaths kind of start rising up like the numbers. Um, I'm sure parents are now seeing that and kind of enforcing it on their kids, giving their kids more information about what is in these pods or whatever it is they're smoking. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure that now that like a parent, like a parent would be able to inform their kid if the ad is false advertising, like the tobacco ads, and saying like, "Oh, don't focus on that." And especially if someone were to come up here, try this. They're, I'm sure they're excited. The kid, like, yeah, don't. It's like don't take candy from a stranger. So, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it is, in, in a sense, even more harmful because you are they are getting addicted in in a in a faster, rapid time. And so, um, you know, I I would think that. You guys talk about just how this has been a trend, and violations, you know, here in the school actually have have gone down in the last, you know, the start of the school year and really the second half of last school year. So, I'm really hoping that awareness piece um, continues to be important to students, you know, as they continue to think of their health and wellness. Yeah, like you had said, um, I definitely have noticed the. I don't want to say crime. It's like. Um, the amount of incidences right. going down in the school. I remember freshman, sophomore year, I feel like I heard a lot more stories about kids being caught in the bathroom, being expelled, or you know having all that. And this year, I felt like maybe like one or two cases. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely have noticed the drop in in uh, incidences. I, I have as well. Sorry, the uh, in fifth grade, I'm fortunate enough to uh, to teach the Dare program, and now we we spend a whole class period talking about vaping and then as follow-up I for years have had the Kenston high school students come and talk to the fifth graders about what they can expect in middle school and in high school and last year just when they came and said vaping is a huge problem it's a lot of kids are doing it it's 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 nuts and you know I, I want them to be real with the kids but in bringing them back this year they said it's definitely gone down um, they're still seeing a little bit but um, it's more you know not as open, the, the vaping. Yeah. And we've upped our, our consequences as well for violations with vaping. Um, obviously, if you're caught, um, it's not a suspension out of school, but 
um, you're going to sit in the in-school room for at least three days. Um, you have an option to take what, the, what we call Vape Educate, which is kind of an online awareness um, program. And so if you choose to pay for that, um, you come out of in-school for one of those days. So you're only missing class then, then two days and hopefully getting some knowledge. Um, a second offense is an out-of-school suspension. Um, so we definitely want, want to make sure that you're learning from that, that first offense and don't bring it back. Um, we're also working with, with Officer Reardon to um, instill an more of an educational level of a consequence. And so what that might look like in the future is, is on a second offense, um, you have a choice to be suspended or you have a choice to go to the Bainbridge Police Department and on a Saturday morning and learn a little bit more about, you know, the dangers of vaping and, and almost like sit through a class that, that uh, you know, would be offered as, as a service. But hopefully that would, you know, deter, you know, the, the students, you know, from making those choices yeah. in the future. Yeah, and it's kind of just like another thing too. Just the people that do in the bathroom, like, why you gotta do it there? Like, it's just so right. annoying. Like, oh, I mean, it's terrible when you try to go to the bathroom and literally there's someone in there. You're like, man, I was just trying to do my business. Like, like I literally, I walk into the bathroom, I see ten kids in there doing their doing you know whatever they're jeweling, vaping, whatever. I literally look at them, I just go like, oh my god, and I walk out and just much so less mad. Now. Much less. I was gonna now. say it's, it's not le- ten. That's no. you see, that's you're just kind of all I'm saying is, a little bit. Yeah, yeah exaggerating a little bit, but still, that. it's cool. like I walk in the bathroom at lunch. And because the chorus, when it, I remember in third yeah. block, the chorus um, guy's locker room is always locked. So I always have to walk down to the bathroom and B lunch or C or D, whatever lunch I usually go down there. And then I just walk in and there's, I don't know, a certain amount of guys. Not, it's not little, though. I know that. And then I just walk in and look at them like, oh, my God. And they look at me and I'm like, I just... I don't care. <laughs> it's so annoying. Disappear. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. Well, we've been trying to police these areas a, a lot more with our staff and um, kind of in and out just to be a little bit more visible to make to make those students think twice. Yeah. And that's good. Though. It certainly has gone down, definitely. Yeah. Like you, and they, we cut down on the brain breaks. I know mm-hmm. a lot of teachers aren't doing that as much anymore because when they did that, you know. Gave them an opportunity. To, yeah. Right. To go and do it. Needed. I need that ba- brain break. Absolutely, not debate. That's a po- that's life. positive for the wellness as well. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 All right. I think Jack, you want to give us our little. Uh, are we gonna go to our our? Uh... I think we're missing a question here. Oh, we, oh yeah. Oh, so ahead, we've Jack. heard about an. This is our last question though. So we've heard an increase of vaping sales at the lower grades in the middle school. Uh, what else can be done for awareness? Oh wait, did we talk about this? A little bit. We touched we, on it. We but touched I guess, on it. Yeah. I guess if we're thinking of a of a consistent program or awareness and I think you're fulfilling that probably with those fifth graders with the dare but I just wonder if there's anything else that that can be reinforced with our sixth seventh and eighth graders and I know they cover a lot of it in health class down there um, but I don't know if there was something else that could kind of deter them before they they get to high school we've kind of talked about a little bit with uh, Mrs. Brockway over at the middle school and maybe having like a a follow-up on, on dare on some certain topics and I, th- I think touching on the vaping again so it wasn't they're just getting in fifth grade and then just hey experience it or you know where do you see it so just a, that follow-up in sixth or seventh grade to uh you know when when they're starting to really face a lot of those decisions and choices regarding you know whether it be vaping or underage alcohol and that type of stuff so kind of like a little booster shot yeah. you know yeah. at the I mean, school level 
We certainly do appreciate all the help you do with uh, getting the kids, especially that young age, that information. Because yeah. I remember I, most of the stuff that I know now is certainly from what I learned back in health class. And then especially when the police officer came in uh, to talk to us about it and then parents as well. Did but you guys have Officer Reardon for D.A.R.E.? Yes. I think so, yeah. yeah. We did. Oh, fifth nice. grade. We were in the same fifth grade We were in the same fifth grade class, yes. <laughs> this is Grumbo. Um, yeah, we had the t-shirts. Yeah, it was, nice t-shirts. To, it was nice so, you know, when you come up through middle school and everything, you're not blindsided by all the things that will come at you. You know, it's not like I've never seen this before. And I think that preparation really does help. And uh, I know it helped me a lot in, you know, keeping straight and narrow. So yeah. I, think, I think we're grateful at, um, as a school district to have officers like like officer reardon come in and and fulfill that role um he really has the perfect personality to build those relationships so you know the younger kids can trust in him and and really listen to um you know what is most important you know with the dare program which then again leads into you know future choices when they're exposed to vaping or drugs or alcohol and so I just think it's a perfect fit. And, you know, we appreciate everything that you do for us, Brian. Yeah, Thanks, guys. We very appreciate yeah. it. Very much appreciate it. So we're going to go into our <laughs> next ahead, segment here. Officer Reardon, you're welcome to stay, but this might scare you away. Hottest trends. <laughs> so we're going to hottest trends here. So we're going to go ahead and start off with this. Um, I think we're, this could be a little musical uh, for me and Donnie here today because we, we both love our. You haven't plugged Elf yet. So oh, Elf December 5th. Yeah, this is Elf December 5th. Um, it's going to be lit. Yeah. <laughs> also, when we start this for the next two weeks, or just at least the podcast in November, I say I'm, I'm going to do this. We're going to get a week. What do you guys think right now of the beard? Is it how do you guys? How do you I think it's coming it? in nicely. It's yeah. coming in nicely? Yeah. No shave November, so you got to keep sticking it out. It's got yeah. Officer Reardon as well. <laughs> yeah, he's it's got it. looks good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it, no, I love now, do you guys support that at, at Bainbridge, at the, Friday, or at the police department? We do at the police department. Yeah. It's, a, uh, it's a program the police officers pay uh, $50 a month starting. We started a little earlier in September this year, actually, if you wanted that option. And the money uh, raised goes towards a shop at the cop program. Oh, okay. Yeah. We do it in good. December. It's a good charity. So, yeah. yeah. Like every year is looking, yeah. Trimmed up. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I keep it. You guys go ahead with your facial hair. <laughs> Sit quietly behind. Right, no. So I'm just going to do that for November. We'll keep getting a you know, weekly update. I so think anyway. it helps your character, too. But don't <laughs> give anything away. No, no, not yet. No, okay. not at all. Um, He's in the musical coming up. Yes. Elf. With Elf. I yeah. am playing. He plugs it all every time we I'm playing your dad. Yep. And the beard helps with the older uh, look. So, uh, Donnie, I think. I remember our friend Ronan was telling us about this because I did not see it on social media yet. But we, ha- I had seen that Drake, the rapper who made the infamous song Hotline Bling. Oh, par- multiple. And Mul- God's Plan. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't really listen to rap. But basically, he, he, <laughs> he got booed off stage. Like, he got legitimate. He came on. So this is, my, this is what my understanding of it is. Donnie, maybe I'll clear this up. There was a concert of, I don't know, but there was someone else at the concert. That there was like it was someone's concert, and it was not Drake's concert. I know that, but Drake was there, and then he went off stage. The main guy who was there, and then Drake came on, and then um, he started doing his songs, and everyone was just like, "No!" and then booed him off. Like I'm just thinking, as a musician who's famous, did he put something up on social media that, I think his, that somebody didn't agree with, I or think his kind most, of put him up out there for some negative publicity? I think his most recent album is kind of like really bad. Well, okay. I'm not. I'm not that, exactly sure. By the way, it was a, at a Tyler the Creator concert. Yeah, was, um, that's known as a mumble rapper. Uh, 
and I'll say this, I do like, you know, this kind of, we'll get into being more like genre fluid in music nowadays, but I do enjoy rap, and I think as an artist, that'd be very disheartening to be booed off a stage. I mean, even when you're, I think he's literally number one in the world on like the Spotify most streamed, but... I mean, when you kind of put yourself into your music and you're making stuff, your goal is that people like it. And, of course, you're going to have haters. But, I mean, to have a whole crowd of people boo you off, boo that's you just off. That's, that's tough. I that's mean, tough. Yeah, I, I can really – it's just really kind of rude on other people's part, especially when, you know, they're just coming out to perform, to have a good time, to entertain you. And Was yeah. he coming out just to do a few – like songs, I yeah, because it, so. it was Tyler the Creator's okay. concert. So. Got it. It was kind of like a guest star sort of thing, like a surprise to yeah. people. Yeah. Got it. So. He's got booed off, which is but, um, disheartening. Yeah. You know, talking about like, like I said, genre fluid. I think we're seeing a lot more people nowadays. Uh, I, I don't know, you and me maybe a little bit more, but yeah, you know, people are listening to almost everything now. And when I say everything, I mean people love country, also will love rap, and they'll love techno. Yeah, hip hop. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's all. It, I it's certainly recently I've been up for anything. Like I usually hated country, like burning passion in my heart, hated for country. <laughs> and now I have my girlfriend who's very, very into country, and she showed me a couple songs, and I was like. You know what? I can honestly, I can, I can get down to this. Yeah. So, so what do you guys think about, like, generationally? Do you guys think that the, I don't know, that our generation is a little more genre fluid? Or do you think that you guys were always, like, everyone was listening to everything all the time? Yeah. Cause that- um, I think for me, it's, there's, again, these longer trends. So, like, country was hot for a little, you know, in the early 2000s. Very popular artists. And then it goes more to pop or hip-hop. But I would agree at this point, and I have two daughters, they are listening to everything. They're kind of just tuning in to, you know, whatever is is the latest, you know, top five songs and, yeah. and tuning in. So I would I would agree with that genre-fluid, you know, philosophy. Yeah. yeah. Officer Reardon, what do you listen to? I think a variety. I, I also have uh, kids that are teenagers. I also have a daughter that's 21. So it's kind of variety, and I was the youngest of six kids, so I grew up listening to classic rock, a little bit of country, and, and everything. It's whatever you were around. I didn't have a lot of say being the youngest, so it, <laughs> it kind of absorbed things. But I, I also think that today's country is a little bit more uh, modern than, mm-hmm. than the older country, yeah. so I think that's why it's a little bit more accepting, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys have a favorite genre? Oh, gee, I would say... I wanted this. I want to say art rock instead of alt rock. So like, kind of like rock that's kind of a little bit more out there. So like almost experimental. Experimental. Like, yeah. Shout out to my uh, band Radiohead. Best band out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. one of Similar. Um, you know, graduating from high school in the early '90s, that was the big alternative scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the Pearl Jams and Nirvana and yeah. Stone Temple Pilots, which yeah. I don't know if you guys. Oh, Maybe the oh, lead yeah, we singer went we, we yeah, to Kenston High School. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's history. true. I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not not his entire Yeah, He uh, moved back years. to California. Correct. Right. But, uh, yeah, so that's kind of what I I guess was, was focused on through high school and, and college. But now kind of open for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. What about you, Ray? Uh, back in college, I was a big REM fan. Nirvana. Oh, yes. <laughs> Nirvana, Red yeah. Hot Chili Peppers. Who, yep. And Red Hot Chili that Peppers are kind of still trying to be a little relevant. Oh, you know? yeah. they are, we still love Red Hot Chili yeah. Peppers. Jack went to the concert uh, two years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, two years ago. I, I, I can get – I'd love that they're still, you know, being relevant and everything. But I, my inspiration, because I do play guitar – 
for guitar was um, John Frusciante, and he was the original guitarist. Well, not the very original, but right. he was the main guitarist of the Chili Peppers back in like the 1980s and 2000s and everything. So um, when he left, I kind of dropped off the Chili Peppers a little bit because I'm not too big a fan of their recent guitars. But no, that is cool that you, that you listen to the Chili Peppers. That's awesome. No. Uh, I'm like a split decision between like kind of 80s rap and like 90s rap slash hip hop and like I don't know 2000s and modern rock like I don't know which one I'd rather listen to there's so many bands that come out now that I love to listen to but there's so much rap from the past that I love to listen to so Mm -hmm. I don't know but I I do love all the old 80s rock bands too so I don't know I just got it's like a hard question I I kind of screwed myself over on this question (laughs) (laughs) that's all good no saying is saying anything that is your favorite in music is so hard like it's so hard for me to choose a favorite song yeah like that's one of the hardest things for me to do right like a favorite movie like yeah I I, I've made an answer for that question just because I get asked it too often so I just stick with the same one I said 16 Candles is my favorite movie (laughs) I love that with Molly Ringwald (laughs) yes that's the best answer I got Right. Why wait sixteen? Wait, why sixteen? Have you ever candles? seen that, Jack? No, I love Sixteen Candles because of how eighties. It. it is so eighties. Oh it is so eighties. God, it's the. It's, I feel like it's a classic. It's got like, yeah. it's got like the hints of just like blatant racism, which is like a little <laughs> funny, like with the Asian and the Asian guy, and then it's just got like that classic like jeans, like people. Uh, the opening scene has like. Uh, a girl and a guy who are both holding each other's back pockets. Yeah. It's the most <laughs> 80s intro song ever. It's just, oh, so funny. It's I've so seen funny. Breakfast Club, so I've seen, I know who Molly Ringwald is. It's similar. Yeah, John it's the Rock. similar kind yeah. of 80s yep. feel. And there's also Ferris Bueller. Yes. And all of those movies. I've seen all those, but I have not been able to check out 16 Candles. It's been a while since I've seen Breakfast Club. That's brings yeah. back like a Saturday detention type of thing. I know. Thing, yeah. Right? yeah. Are we dating ourselves, <laughs> Officer Reardon? I think you we guys are. can. No, we're, we're I mean, we did, I love that you guys are digging those classic yeah. movies. <laughs> up. I mean, we just on. dated ourselves with the recent, you know, Drake and all that. So you guys <laughs> go ahead. I mean, it's yeah. awesome. It's two sides. But um, we should probably drop down to Don't Forget. Yeah. Unless, are you guys got anything else for the Wait, are, think, are we forgetting? Are you down with that? Uh, yeah, we can go real quick. Yeah, quick, real quick, quick yeah. Are you down All with right. that? Just because it is snowing very hard right now, so uh, we are yeah we're starting to see uh, Christmas pop up in stores everywhere, and so I've noticed you, that. Yes, are you down with how early the Christmas sales and decorations and everything come up? Officer Reed, you can go ahead and start with this one. Everything's driven by retail and sales. <laughs> we talked yeah. about earlier with the vaping and the economics about it. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty strange. I mean, you're seeing, you know, Halloween being put up. Everything's earlier. Halloween in the summertime. And then you're seeing yeah. Christmas before Halloween's done. And it's, it just goes on and on. It's, why? It's just, it's, it's November. Well, I, th- I think part of it is um, the, bl- the whole Black Friday is a week later this year. Am I, am I right about that? Yeah. Thanksgiving's actually later in November than oh, a week prior. Yeah. Oh. And so I think part of that is they, you know, they want to start those sales earlier and get people into the stores and, and start seeing all those those Christmas decorations and whatever else. Yeah. It's like I, I walked into um, Petiti's recently uh, and it's like Santa threw up in there. Like, it's yeah. just like, and then I'm also that I'm doing Elf. It's just, I'm like in this Christmas vibe doing these Christmas songs, listening to them. And especially like I know in December, I work at Miles Market. It's just 
I work like four or six hour shifts there. It's six hours. It's going to be the same Christmas songs yeah. over and over again. <laughs> yeah. I'm not excited for that. <laughs> so I, I don't think I, I'm not down with how early it starts only because it just, one, makes Christmas seem so far away. And two, it, it kind of, to me, it almost takes away the point of Christmas a little bit because it's so much of just like a money driven thing now that it's like the whole aspect of you kind of just appreciating what you have and, like, the whole family aspect. Yeah. It's just kind of, like, watered down a little bit, and it's, like, Christmas, like, you need it. Like, this is, yeah. like, the next thing in your life, like, for the next month and a half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's like, kind of like showing that I don't. But. All right. So I think we'll go down to Don't Forget Now. So. I think we are nine days away from Bomber Bash. Oh, dear. Yeah. Get um, ready, people. Get Saturday. Ready. Bomber Bay. Saturday, November 23rd, correct? I think that's, that is the date, but got to get fundraising people. I think um, we have some deadlines coming up on Friday. Um, hopefully, we have a record turnout of students participating in Bomber Bash. Um, Officer Reardon, you know what Bomber Bash is? I've heard of it, yes. Okay. I've never personally experienced it. So it's, a, it's kind of like a charitable event that uh, we've been going, I think this is year four, and it's fundraising for a charity called A Kid Again, which is kind of helping those families who are struggling with um, some type of, of, of illness within their family, terminal illness or, or something that they're struggling with. And A Kid Again is that charity that will try to help out those families, kind of um, show them a, what a regular you know, routine would, would be like. And, and so it's, it's awesome. a great thing. Um, our kids are kind of sacrificing 12 hours of their night to kind of stand for the good of others. And um, we're hoping it's going to be a great night. So great night, for yes. a big turnout. Yeah, big turnout. But if the and anybody needs any information about the Bomber Bash, listen to last week's podcast. That's right. Uh, we sorry about the audio quality. Yeah. <laughs> that was certainly hard to adjust, but um, that's what the new mics that we're supposed to get mm -hmm. soon are going to do. It's going to be great. And but yeah, any information that you need on the Bomber Bash will be on our last podcast and all over the website. And the lead crew, Bomber Bash people that were on the podcast last week were Morgan DeRocco and Manny Klein. If you have any questions, you can ask them. And you can also email their parents. Uh, I think Morgan DeRocco is the head. Morgan DeRocco's mom is the, one of the heads on the crew. And the uh, Marcy Gerd is the other yes. uh, leader. So you can email them. Doing a great job questions. with that. Yes. One more shout out. I know you've got an event coming up for your after prom fundraiser. It's called Silver Bells. Yes. Speaking oh, nice. of Christmas. Yeah. Silver Bells, of and you might be able to find some 5 0 Buffalo chicken dip at the Silver oh, Bells. Nice. Oh, yeah. They might have a table this year. So <laughs> for, for, all your your, listeners, for all your listeners, 5 0 Buffalo chicken dip is oh. outstanding. I've, I've had numerous uh, purchases from Officer Reardon. This is kind of his business that he does um, outside of you know a first responder and police officer for Bainbridge. But um, it's it's unbelievable the um, recipe, how it's cooked, and I'm trying to get it into the school so we can serve <laughs> oh it. Dude, that'd be so cool. It's just like you know maybe every two weeks. So oh. he cooks it and 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 brings it in and 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 we serve it. You know maybe some celery. So you gotta have some healthy you know right, choices right. with it. So we will proudly oh, sponsor choices. that. That sounds it's so five good. Five O Buffalo chicken, chicken dip. Chicken dip. That and, sounds um, so good. Where is it? Are you can buy it okay, at Heinz could, At any time, you could buy it at uh, Hungry Bee. You know, oh, we're getting, oh, getting okay. closer with some, some larger retailers. Okay. It's in the, Sounds in the, like in the last discussions here. Yeah. yeah. Bring the Shark Tank. <laughs> bring, it, uh, bring it up. Too. But, yeah, again, that Silver Bells is for after prom, the fundraiser. So it's if you guys got time, stop yeah, up. Definitely. Yeah. I'll probably try to stop by there. Yeah. Same. <laughs> that sounds really good. Uh, but, um, students, continue to check your email daily. Also, yes. 
find time to open up that Twitter. Thank you, Jack. You're welcome. For taking care of that. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, right. We can go ahead and into our inspirational quote here for the week. Uh, Gavin, was this you or is this you, Donnie? No, it's not me. Gavin, this was Yeah, you? I found this one. Uh, sometimes adversity is what you need to face in order to become successful. And I think it's kind of a trending theme with, with some of these quotes that we've yeah. been on where yeah. you, you have to um, fail a little bit. You have to struggle a little bit to really learn from your actions so you then can succeed. Yeah, I feel like we do have that theme very often. Um, but, you know, it's not, it's not a bad one to reiterate. Uh, just knowing that you kind of have to take a step back and maybe you have to go through a hard time to make sure that you come out a stronger person and a better person and a more well-rounded person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I Again, I always cherish these quotes because as a person just straight from experience, you always got to fail. Because why would you want to sit through your life being spoon-fed if mm -hmm. it's like easy kind of access for your high school life? And, and I'm pretty sure every student who goes to high school can agree high school is certainly not easy. Just kind of going through those stages of where you Socially, fit in. Yeah. Yeah. It's all it's all hard, and so you got, you got to make sure you take those falls to learn. And learning from the mistakes is you got to treat every mistake. You can't just beat yourself up because you made a mistake because nobody's perfect. You got to always make sure you just get yourself back up. Yeah. Agree. Yeah, adversity. Anything that's important to you, you go through those things and you, you learn. And, and nothing that is important. It's it's going to be hard. There's going to be struggles. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You got to just keep all your right. eye on it. Yeah. yeah. I think we're going to go ahead with our closer here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, first of all, thank you again, Officer Reardon, for joining our podcast today. This is fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah great information so shared for our listeners. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to be signing off. I've been Jack, and I've only been Jack. I don't know who I am now. No, but, I started uh, that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, so I've been Jack. Um, and make sure you check us out on Spotify by looking up Bomber Media and seeing Mr. G's beautiful place. Come up in the search feed. Also, we're on the website and uh, Bomber Media Twitter, hashtag Principles Podcast. Stay classy, people. Make sure you keep yourselves out of trouble. And thanks so much for listening. This is Donnie. It's been a pleasure talking to you this evening, as always. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and I'll smell you later. This is Officer Reardon. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> Be safe out there. This is Mr. Gabriel. I am signing off. Remember to get after something in your life. Enjoy your passions. Read a book. Reach out to an old friend. Accept the grind. Believe in yourself. This is all for Episode 9 of the Principles Podcast. Have a great rest of the week.